0: Hello and welcome to episode six of the Dark Sided Weekly Podcast. My name's Rogie, of course. Joining me, we have Matthew, Steve, and of course, our special guest for the night, Extra. How are you all doing tonight, guys? Pretty good. Yeah, going well, mate.
1: Doing all right.
2: It's been a big day.
0: Yeah, it's been a big day, a big week for a lot of us here. We had a really cool announcement earlier on. If you guys missed it, we uh, actually picked up an oceanic. Uh, a League of Legends Oceanic Challenger scene spot. So uh, keep an eye on that spot right there as there's going to be many great things to come. Steve, excited?
1: Uh,
2: Excited is one word. Yeah, I'm pretty like anxious. <laughs> yeah. Anything new, I'm always anxious and nervous. But uh, yeah, exciting. Definitely exciting. I haven't played League in years and I haven't watched competitive League in just as long, and I'm keen to get back into it.
0: You know, my boy Lee Sin, big fan. Um, <laughs> and Wesley, man, you're not not a league player at all. What do you What do you think about breaking into this scene?
1: Uh, yeah, like I, I probably share the same with Steve. I'm, I'm very excited, but I'm also very scared because normally every time we pick up a, a roster in a game, I sort of have a base knowledge of the game itself, sure. or I or I intend to learn it. So. I feel like I'm slipping a bit, like, Smash War, I still don't, ha- I don't know too much, but League of Legends as well, I'm diving into a game I'm kind of unfamiliar with as a, as a player, but yeah, like, super excited.
0: Yeah, an Extra, our guest on for the day, you have any League of Legends background or has it been strictly Smash?
3: Uh, not really, like, I tried to get into it for a little bit, but, um, that was sort of around the time where I was, like, really getting into Smash, so it just kind of fell off, but it seems pretty yeah. fun. Fair Did you have a
2: favourite like... champion?
3: Like uh, a, I, didn't, like like, I, I didn't get that far into it. I was, was just you like, actually playing with it? friends. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. And then I was just like, oh, Smash is fun. So I'm just going to go with that instead. <laughs> I think Fair I played enough.
0: one game of League with uh, Matt and he played Ramus, and I had no idea what he was doing and it didn't go well. So uh, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that was the again. extent of that. But yeah, extra. Uh, since we got you on, let's, let's kind of switch the topic over to Smash Brothers. Now, how long have you been playing Smash? Smash 4, that is.
3: Um, well, I've been playing Smash 4 since like, the game came out, uh, I yep. played Brawl just like casually. Um, I used to live in Warnable, so I didn't really get to go to tournaments, but I've sure. been going to tournaments for about three years now, I started going in like Feb 2015, so yeah.
0: And like at what, at what stage of, kind of you know, learning Smash 4, even Brawl, like you said, you played it casually, did you realise, wait a second, I'm actually pretty good at this game, maybe I should start taking it super seriously?
3: Um, it wasn't like a, uh, I didn't really think, oh, wow, I'm going to take this really seriously. I just like (laughs) started going to tournaments because I don't know, didn't really have anything else to do and just really liked the community. So yeah, that was about all there is to it. And I just kind of kept going and yeah, now I'm here.
0: Yeah, fair call. And I'm sure, um, like Steve, someone comes from a fighting game background, like, you know, kind of committing to a character, in a in a fighting game is a very important choice to make. Uh, yeah, I mean, stick. some people
2: only make that choice once, right?
0: Yeah. They're just, like, they just, like, they their character
2: there. and they're loyal. And I'm talking, like, across 10, 15 years loyal, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, what do you think? So so how did you get to Game & Watch? Extra?
3: I don't know. I think, um, well, I started out, like, playing Melee, but this was, like, way back when. And I didn't actually know of Game & Watch. And when I unlocked him for the first time, I was like, man, this character's really cool. So I played him in Brawl and, like... When I went into Smash 4 I was just like, I'm gonna stick with like one or two characters. And I played Wario and Game and Watch, but um now I'm just sort of like all Game and Watch cause Wario kinda sucks.
0: Yeah, Wario's <laughs> always been more of like a joke pick, right? Or well, even in just casual play.
3: He was so, really like, good in Brawl, but um yeah. yeah, in this game he's not too great, nah.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough, nah. So so like Looking at the Smash scene at a whole, we are having a little bit of a chat about it you know, before the podcast went live. You let me know that it's kind of just refined only to, to Melbourne. Why do you think that is?
3: Um, well, not necessarily. It's just that Melbourne kind of, um, it's pretty much the biggest scene, the strongest scene. Um, in terms of Victoria, there's not really a, like a huge um, player base outside of Melbourne. Just because I guess like, Smash 4 is, uh, compared to like some esports, I guess it's kind of niche. Like, you have to buy the Wii U to actually play it, sure, which is really sure. expensive. And, yeah, like, getting controllers and stuffs really hard. But, um, yeah, we're going strong in Melbourne.
0: No, good to hear. Yeah, and I guess that, that barrier to entry is something you don't really think about. Like, a lot of people, that have a PlayStation, they have a computer, they have an Xbox, but the, the Nintendo uh, Wii U is definitely one of those more niche systems that you know, not yeah. everybody has a copy of. So.
2: Especially because the timing of the console. It came out, like, really shortly after the Wii. So it's was like, yeah. oh, man, I've got to buy another one, like, it's a bit of an investment, like especially. I think it was like two years after the Wii, right? So if you yeah. look at yeah, yeah, and Xboxes where they have like an eight year, eight year kind of lifespan and like a ten year shelf life before they get like rotated out. Yeah, two years is not a lot of time. I think yeah, a lot of me,
1: people.
3: Like, yeah, a lot uh, of people go, even right. thought like yeah, they thought the Wii U was just like a like a peripheral for the Wii, so it got like really low sales coming out because people were just like, oh, it's a tablet thing for the Wii, yeah. and it just yeah. kind of like. Yeah, it didn't really get off the ground. Do you yeah. have any uh,
0: Game Boy players rock up?
3: Uh, oh, the 3DS? Uh, not yeah. so much nowadays, but, like, back <laughs> in the day we used to get them. Um, it's pr- not really, like, very good as a controller, so, yeah. Yeah, it's
0: really not. I, I, I remember I got the <laughs> the, uh, the 3DS and it would just hurt my thumb after, like, 20 minutes of playing. Yeah. I think you have something you want to say, Matt?
1: Oh, yeah, no, I was going to say, yeah, like, the, the Wii U, I remember just being, like, as a casual gamer and, like, I, I was considering, but it, yeah, it was straight after the Wii, and it just seemed like a bad investment, so yeah, it's, it, it's interesting how things like, you know, competitive Smash 4 can keep, like, you know, potentially keep a console alive.
3: Yeah. Really yeah, I reckon, um, we're just kind of all waiting for Smash for the Switch, though. Like, well, yeah, that's, that's, the that's, big
0: big the, that's the big thing, right, is we got a new console, we've got this great handheld, but also has the guts to back it up, kind of hybrid yeah. between the two, uh, like, let's say, just Smash Fire for lack of a better name or lack of an announcement name, like, what, what, what could you be most excited for in a game like that?
3: I reckon that it would just sort of, like, revitalise the competitive community, because, like, mm-hmm. they stopped patching Smash for Wii U like a couple of years ago, and since then, it's sort of, like, uh, it's kind of struggled to keep growing. We've maintained, like, really good numbers, but, um, yeah, I reckon just, like, Smash for Switch would just sort of breathe new life into the scene. Do you think yeah. Nintendo
0: will finally decide to support a competitive scene for Smash, or are they just going to continue to keep the blinds down and pretend it doesn't exist?
3: <laughs> um, I wouldn't say they pretend it doesn't exist. Like, over in America, they do sponsor tournaments. Like, they help out with getting setups and stuff and, like, awesome. getting sponsors for tournaments. But they're not really, I don't think they really want to, um like, put in tens of thousands of dollars as, like, prize money. It doesn't really seem like their thing.
1: Yeah,
2: they're not, yeah, not really the kind towards like competitive yeah. esports either, right? They're not going to design a game for that crowd. They always do things their way, and if it ends up, you know, they find a competitive way by turning off items and doing certain things, then so be it. But they never yeah. build the game for the competitive sense, right?
1: If if yeah, if yeah. we saw a um like a Smash Five come out, do you think we would see melee players come over? You know how like melee
3: players sort of didn't come over first. <laughs> <laughs> <it's, laughs> It's a bit of a stretch, but um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if if it sort of like caters to what they like, then yeah. But um, if it's yeah. more like Smash melee Four, players what are.
2: Smash players, melee players are melee players, right? They, they <laughs> yeah. play melee. Uh, you
3: know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you hear a bit of that, yeah. yeah. But no, oh, I mean, bro. I know that um, I know Spud has played a bit of Smash Four in his time. He was actually like, I think he made it onto the West Australian PR for Smash Four, so like he was pretty decent at it. But yeah, um, yeah, most of them don't really don't really bother
1: right right um we've got a couple questions here i might i might just roll okay. through them um seb pro 101 he said <laughs> extra why do you not play rob Rob. <laughs> uh, um, yeah
3: um seb pro plays rob um i i do play a little bit of rob as well like he's kind of fun but he also gets destroyed by all the top tiers so there you go um right. not my first choice yeah, fair, fair enough right.
0: Always got to kind of, like, balance that character that you're attached to, either thematically or they have a movie you really like. And, of course, as a competitive player, you need something top tier to win as well. So do you think uh, Mr. Game & Watch fits that balance nicely?
3: Um, I think he's, like, really underrated compared to what most people think of him. Um, He's got a lot of, like, tools that actually work really well against the the top tiers. But um, he's maybe not the best character. So I've been working on, like, a couple of sort of top tier, closer to top tier secondaries. Oh, awesome. So we have another
0: question while we're on topic. Questions from Defective Dagger. Uh, When was your first tournament, uh, your first tournament win, and how did it feel?
3: Uh, I think this was, like, August 2015. So it was, like, about six months after I'd gotten to the scene. Um, Mm -hmm. It was against a a really strong player called uh, V or Villiness. She ended up winning BAM7, actually. So, yeah, it was just sort of like a a weekly, a local. But um, it was, like, the first time I'd ever sort of, like, really taken a proper set off of her, so, I don't know, I was just, like, really excited to actually get my first win. I'm pretty sure I popped off, so, yeah, it was special. <laughs>
2: Did she yeah. used to play Brawl or Melee? I think I remember seeing uh, her, like, way back in the day at Couch Race events. events.
3: Mm, I think she played a, a little bit of Brawl, but um, she sort of came in around the tail end of it, but, um, yeah, oh, for yeah. the first, like, first few months of Smash 4, she was, like, way up there in Victoria, mm-hmm. like, okay. top two. That's
1: cool. Um, I, had, I had a personal question, um, which I've always forgot to ask you. Mm. Um, where did the name Extra come from? Like, the, the alias. But then also, where did the un, Unwinded, Unwinded <laughs> name? What's the story behind both all right. of Alright,
3: so first of all, Extra was... Um, originally, I was like really into Pokemon, and I just kind of got it from the move called Extra Sensory. Which was like, I was like, man, this, this is the coolest move ever. Because I was like, what, 12 or 13? <laughs> and when I went to tournaments, I just wanted to sign up as Nick. Because that's my name. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> I don't care. I'll Just sign me up as Nick. And they were like, uh, there's a dude called Nix here. So that might be a bit confusing. So I was just like, well, <laughs> stir it. just call me extra then. <laughs> and uh, the Twitter handle, uh, Unwounded. It's It doesn't really like mean anything in particular. It's just sort of like, um, I kind of like based it off one, an album that I really like by a band called uh, Unwound, and okay. it was sort of like, I don't know, I wanted something a bit different, I didn't want, just want to be SSB extra, so Ooh. yeah, that was my Twitter handle you, for a while. Can you hit us
2: with a song name? What's your favourite song? Like...
3: Uh, I really like the song called December. It's sort of like a, kind of like psychedelic rock, I guess. Okay. Maybe you are enjoy it, but I don't know. Yeah.
1: My couple of
2: listeners. Are some Un- unwinded or unwound or like Uh Unwound. Unwound. Unwound.
3: You hear that deadline?
0: Yeah. You got a song to uh, end the podcast too, mate. <laughs> it's on request. Let's see how your <laughs> no uh, production skills come in. But uh yeah, let's get let's 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 talk about like the the national smash scene compared to the international uh smash yeah. scene. So recently, of course, you were over at Evo Japan. Um, did a great run over nice. there, but kind of give, give us a lowdown and what, what the skill cap uh, of like the national smash scene looks like at the moment.
3: Mm. So um, right now I'm number one in Oz and I feel like I can like kind of compete with the top level, but the main problem is we just don't get like enough experience because yeah. you can't really play wifi or anything with, uh, with international players. The connection's just like, even going from like Victoria to Queensland, it's dodgy. So sure, yeah, sure. we just kind of like struggle to sort of get that experience. And I feel like we're capable of, like, taking sets off the top players right now, but not really, like, going on a really long bracket run to, like, top eight or whatever. Uh, Yeah, in in general, I feel like, yeah, the Australian scene, it's, like, we've got a lot of, like, good players, but the uh, neutral game is just, like, a little bit weaker and the punish game's a little bit weaker. So in the end, it's just, like, we kind of lose out, just barely, though.
0: Yeah, and I guess there's no real remedy for that because, you know, Nintendo, they don't get how to do online. It's been one of the biggest things that have plagued them as a, as a mm. company. Um, <laughs> like, no game that they make has any good online functionality. So I guess, like, the next step is, is it just to
3: attend these events and try to play as many offline as you can? Um, yeah, we've sort of, like, we've realized that what we really need to do is sort of step up our, like, international rep. So sure. we've... For a while, like at a couple of tournaments, we've uh, we've got international players over to sort of like help teachers, help show us like how to improve, um, and really we've stepped it up in terms of just like finally traveling internationally and sort of just bringing over that knowledge and being able to sort of identify that one step further that we need to take and then sort of teach it to everyone else.
1: Okay. Interesting. Is there any plans for internationals to come over for like BAM or, you know, OHN or anything like
3: that? Um... I've heard rumours uh, yeah. for a for a recent tournament might have some international attendance, so yeah Hit that's on. pretty easy. Hit exciting.
2: us with the rumors. Come on, drop the blogs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. sure I'm, I'm
3: not sure I'm allowed to <laughs> just just from the don't think, just fly okay. from the him. <laughs> 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 shit. Deal with it later. Uh, I think I think the TOs might be uh, a little bit angry with me if I do All that. Right, give us a cryptic um... clue. Come on. <laughs> All right. Um, um well, to it there's, there's a uh, there's a tournament in Wollongong um, coming oh, up. in uh, April? expand, April. expand yeah, ex- gong or something. Expand gong, and uh, yeah, from from what I've heard, they've uh, they've got one international player on lock, and they're looking at getting another one. So all yeah, right. it should be exciting. Um, I'll set off for that. I'll set up for
1: that. Yeah, I, I right, could be wrong, right. but in one of the majors last year, wasn't didn't like the Australian team fund a, a player come over, but then they didn't. Is that was they like?
3: Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. For BAM9, we funded uh, a guy called Nakat over who's, like, uh, I think he was 35th or something recently on the, on the new world rankings, but um, yeah. unfortunately he got sick, like, right before, um, right before BAM, so that ended up falling through. I reckon, um, um, so I, I've heard, to... yeah, I've heard that he's, had, he's got plans to, like, travel to Australia in the near future, so hopefully, uh, yeah. hopefully we see him over here at some point.
1: Yeah, that's cool. Does he, like... I'm just getting logistics here. Did did the Australian Smash team like keep that money that was raised, or does he have that money? Like, how how does that work?
3: Um. Well, we just kind of bought plane tickets for him, and um, Thanks. I think we had to refund that, and the refund like cost a little bit, but um, I yeah, think most people enough. like got some of their money refunded. So yeah. Uh, oh, fair enough. Right. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is 100% a hundred percent loss. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, fair call. It's
2: interesting that uh, you you're saying all these things about like the Smash community and like uh trying to get that international uh like bringing people over to train with them or going over to train um and you're saying like all this stuff in it's, it's 2018 now and you're talking about 2016 and 2017 and you said you started in 2015 we went through all this stuff with street fighter four and we've done the exact same thing and players got like a lot better so i think if the scene just kind of keeps at what they're doing everyone will get a lot better just history repeating itself like through an observation so yeah I think yeah we'll i reckon cool. so
0: well, I mean, that's it, right? Like there's only so much you can do, um, when you're the best, right? There's only so way, one way to get better. And it's versus people better than you, you make get punished for your mistakes. So you can fix it and refine your play. And it's hard to do that if there's no one there. Yeah. To challenge you. yeah, definitely. And, and like bringing like
2: one or two Japanese people down, right. A, a plane ticket is like $900. You split it like a hundred ways between everyone in the community. It's like 10 bucks each. Yeah. And, yeah. And everyone can come and play and they get that experience and you just, like, run a gauntlet with that player. You just put him on a, a thing and everyone gets to play, like, a best of three and you just burn that guy out. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. And everyone gets yeah. an experience and everyone gets better and, and you can, you know, bring them to an event and everyone, yeah, just enjoys it and makes it so much better. It's a little bit of capital to get into it, but uh, it, trust mm-hmm.
1: me, I, I mean, I ran Shadow
2: Showdown with the boys and it was, like, well
1: uh, worth yeah. it. Yeah, that yeah, awesome.
3: I've
2: heard
1: about that. Um, I've got a couple questions just before they get lost into the Abyss here. Um, Defective Dagger, he says, question for Extra, how does, how does he feel about Bayonetta currently, and if it'll affect his Smash career? Ah, okay,
3: alright. So, yeah, um, those who don't know, um, Bayonetta is, like, there's been a bit of controversy about her recently, um, a lot of people think that she's, like, clearly the best character in the game, and... There's talks about maybe she's worth banning. Right now, she doesn't really have the results. I think um, Sure. my character, Game Watch, um, he's sort of seen as like mid-tier, but I actually reckon he has like, a really good matchup against Bayonetta. Um, like yeah. Other Game Watchers in America have like, taken out top Bayonetta players. So in terms of like in Australia, um, she's not really a problem for me right now. Maybe internationally, uh, I might have a bit of trouble, but um, I'm still confident in that matchup. Nice.
0: No, uh, cool. It's very really interesting hearing about all that stuff, because, yeah, Smash Brothers being one of the more unique uh, fighting games with a very much ad hoc approach to, hey, string together your combos and what that looks like. So it's always great to see when it uh comes together in your favor, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the thing with Bayo is that um her combos, like, they're known for being really, really strong, and she combos off, like, a lot of moves, but her neutral game isn't that strong compared to, like, a couple of the other top characters, so you can definitely, mm-hmm. like, exploit stuff about her.
0: Yeah. Awesome, Peter. I think we had another one from uh, Palooka. Uh, extra, we stick to Game & Watch in the next Smash or change it up? I guess it's hard to really say because you've got no idea what will be in the next game.
3: Yeah, I mean, now that I've sort of, like, um, gotten full into competing in Smash, I reckon that if Game & Watch, like, doesn't quite hold up, even compared to, like, Smash 4, I might just, like, drop him, see what I can do sure. with, like, an actual top tier. But, um, nah, I just really love the character, so I'm keen to keep using him whenever I can.
1: Ah, that's good. Um, there's also a question from a, a guy named Sly Will, um, one of our boys. He said, Is there anyone in New Zealand that's on your radar, or are we pretty free when it comes to Smash 4?
3: <laughs> um, I know that um, we're running sort of like a massive crew battle at Bam 10, um, cool. and we're just sort of like inviting a bunch of players. Uh, to sort of compete against each other, and we're going to, like, draft players, so it's sort of like one team against each other. And we have a, an invited NZ player called Red. Uh, I don't know too much about their scene, because I don't know if they have streams or anything, but um, yeah, from please. what I played on them, uh, on just, like, online on For Glory or whatever, they seem like they got pretty good movement, so I reckon they could make some upsets.
1: Oh, cool. Very cool.
0: Um, so let's, let's uh, reel it back in a bit from all the questions. We've kind of been bombarding you here. Let's kind of just talk <laughs> about... Um, where you fall into dark sided. So I know Matt here has had his eye on you for a while now as a potential pickup. Matt, do you kind of want to walk us through uh, the journey that uh, you yeah. went through?
1: I think, um, yeah, like not choppy, but I think, uh, yeah, like I think we reached out, we were talking with Nick for a while. Um, and I honestly, I think it was our part. I think I kind of just let the communication die. Um, it was probably around the time like a major came around and when we have like ohn channel bam we seem to just get bombarded obviously with, like oh, the yeah. flights and the comm and yeah, booking yeah. and planning so um yeah i think i, I noticed when when you won a- an event that like got you a flight to evo i thought that was awesome and that that kind of propped you back into my mind again and i mean that, that that's forever ago but you know by the time i guess i made something of it that was when i reached out again (laughs) and and i was like you know stuff that i'm being persistent here (laughs) gotta make something from it so we've had a
2: crazy last six months that kind of oh yeah yeah like we there's a lot of missed opportunities where we just just not quick enough you know Um, yeah yeah. and it's like everything
0: everything's so much clearer in hindsight right it's yeah, cool. like right. oh, that would have been easy to do if we had just done that and that and so um, at the time you just like everything's on fire and you're freaking out, just trying to keep the ship from uh, sinking.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's and it's one of those things too where it's like when when I got my mind on it, like for that last time, it was like you know really got to wrap it up quickly because in my mind it's like the Smash Four community or you know Smash merely any FGC game like has so much potential. Like there's so many top players, like so many marketable players, so many big personalities. Like why are they not you know, I have the mentality, it's like, you know, surely an org is going to come in and snatch up all the talent. <laughs> so like, that's, that's, there that's def- that was definitely motive there, like definitely wanted to, you know, finalize our FTC roster per se.
0: No, really cool. And, uh, it's good that it's kind of come to this fruition. So, and, and extra, what is, what does signing with DarkSided mean to you?
3: um just sort of uh Mm -hmm. uh... (laughs) no it's fine it's fine um sort of like at the at the start of the year i'd felt like i'd accomplished a lot of my goals or like most of my goals because i'd gotten first on the i'd been number one in victoria for like almost a year and a half at that point so i was just kind of like thinking like where do i go from here And so the Darksided thing sort of came up at a really good time, because after Evo Japan, I was just like, well, I might not travel internationally before, but now I'm sort of, like, getting that opportunity to, like, really defend my title and potentially, like, go overseas again and and representing Darksided. It's just, like, it's sort of made me so much more excited about the game again. So, yeah, I'm really happy with it.
1: Oh, that's That's really good, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that's essentially what we want, right? Is we want to help people fulfill the, the vision that they've set out for themselves as a competitive player. So it's gonna be an awesome journey. Really looking forward
1: to two thousand eighteen. Is there um I mean while you're on this, you know, semi semi popular podcast with a, a crowded audience. Is, is, is there is there <laughs> any so is there often. any Smash players Is there any Smash players that like you think would be worthy of, you know, a sponsor? Maybe if there's some org owners in the chat or anything like that?
3: Um, I'd definitely say Number two in Australia, Jay Dizzle. Um, he's just sort of been on the come up really, like, really quickly. For a while, he sort of wasn't even in contention for the number two spot. But um, he got second at OHN, did really well there. Like, took out a couple of international threats, like, from Germany, who are generally seen as, like, better, like a better country than us. So he's done really well there. Um, second in Victoria, only behind me. Beats, like, tons of people. Um, so, yeah, he'd definitely be on my number one. Uh, aside from that, like ghost from sa he's number three he's like he works really hard um he's always like pulling out a new top tier against me and i'm just like oh what the hell do i do because he's he's always like so like he's got it gets it to such a good level so quickly so yeah i reckon like if you give him the like real drive to compete he'd uh, he'd do wonders yeah because i was
1: going to say like in in that journey where we were kind of you know scouting you per se it seemed like the, the rivalry between you and Ghost was really strong, you know, he would win an event, you would win an event, you know, he would be first, he'd be first, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but, I, like, to me, it seems like you've sort of more solidified your spot as first, you know, what, what what could you, like, comment between, like, relationship now to, like, what happened with Ghost back then, like, now that he's, like, third, like you say?
3: Yeah, so, Ghost recently, like, once again, he's, like, struggled with Jay Dizzle, but um, also... I think I've won the last three sets we've played. It kind of like. I feel like the rivalry kind of died at Band yeah. Nine, where I made him switch to Zelda, which is like one of the worst characters in the game. He just kind of like felt like he got downloaded and just sort of did it for the crowd. But yeah, it was sort of yeah. like the d- debate over who was like really better. It went on for a good like <laughs> six months, six to eight months. But yeah, um, yeah. yeah I feel like it kind of like ended there to some extent. But um, yeah. yeah, he's he's still got it, definitely. Ah, oh, that's cool. Very,
0: very cool indeed. And it's always good to hear that there's a lot of competition in the scene, whether or not be for the number one spot, as it sounds like you hold that pretty significantly. But you know, we've got a lot of really cool events coming up in 2018. But there was one that you just attended, Evo Japan. Let's delve a little bit deeper onto this event. Do you want to give us a insight into your time over there?
3: Oh, Japan was just like fantastic. Like I've never been over there. Um. I actually, I probably wouldn't have gone, but I won a uh, light through the NSW circuit. They, were, they basically um, they ran a top 32 bracket, which I qualified for, and I just went cool. there and uh, ended up taking out first. So, yeah, it's just like, I don't know, it's a fantastic country. And Evo Japan, um, I maybe didn't do quite as well as I think I could have, but I ended up getting eliminated by a like, top 20 player in Japan in losers. So it was a little bit of a rough draw. Um, yeah. Just in general, like getting to experience, like, completely different players who like you've never never versed before was just like a really eye opening experience for me because in like victoria and australia you kind of like fight the same people over and over again because we're not the biggest scene so yeah it was just like really really refreshing i suppose
0: no how cool i know steve one of your favorite bits uh going over especially to some of the asian countries is uh eating all the wonderful food I I love
2: love eating. Experiencing the cuisine, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, speaking my language, food. (laughs) 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 yeah. So, like, did you did you come across any strange foods in Japan? Like, I I can't think of any that we came across in like Hong Kong. I I know the street food was weird. Like, they would just like cook it up, and it was.
3: Mm, Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, I'm pretty picky when it comes to food. Like. Fan of fish and I don't like egg that much, so I was oh, a little bit so out of luck in Japan. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't get into the yeah. room. but um, definitely I don't know. One I...
2: did you, you live, live like off something? I, that's something you definitely live off. I mean, I don't think you could live for a very long time. But yeah, I just basically great.
3: yeah, I had I had a ton of curry. But um, probably the weirdest thing I had was um, on our last night there, we just all went to a to a restaurant we were just like oh get us get us whatever just as like this is what my friend does when he's over in Japan wow. and they got us like some tofu thing with sour seaweed and it, <laughs> it wasn't the best thing I've eaten uh Ugh. but uh, was it, like it was, sweet it was a... tofu like you uh. know it was sour, kind of or... uh I don't know it was just kind of like it came with like a bit of beef and uh, other stuff and this is my first time having tofu huh. but um it wasn't too bad
2: that sounds interesting I, I wouldn't mind trying it
1: I wonder how they yeah, make it, it really sour, good. like the seaweed. <laughs> oh, I, I,
0: have, I seaweed. have no clue. I mean, if you yeah. get wash all the salt off it, surely it's not a great flavour. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Uh, <Jesus laughs> like it's seaweed, dude. Come on. Okay, sour seaweed. So, of the whole trip from Ivo, Japan, excluding food, what was the best moment that you had? Like, if there was one moment you had with the boys, because I know you went with like a bunch of friends. Um, yeah. Keep it, keep it like. Let's let's go PG here. Like, what was the best moment you had?
3: Yeah, all right. So probably um, my favorite moment was when we went to this theme park called Fuji Q Highland. Um, it was really cool, but not just because of like the rides and stuff, which were pretty uh, pretty crazy, really. Um, but just because like that was my first time seeing snow; it actually snowed there. So like, oh, wow. I don't know. That just that just stands out in my mind as like something special. And cool. even though like. In the end, the snow closed a bunch of rides, so we kind of <laughs> were like, damn, we spent all this money to get to this theme park, and now we can't go on any rides. But, um nah, it was just still, like, really nice. Did they just, like, cool.
2: give you the old tough luck, kind of like bad luck, it's snowing, it's closed? Or... We got
3: on a, like We got to go on a few rides, and then we were, like, just waiting in the queue for the next one, and they were like, oh, sorry, it's closed now. Here's like a priority pass if we open the rides, and they never did, but... <laughs> oh, <well. laughs> that,
2: that sucks. Oh, well. but <laughs> It I guess did you suck, got but... Um, yeah, no.
0: yeah oh, exactly, China's, exactly. Uh, skimmed over, but uh, whereabouts in Japan uh, was it being held? Uh, Tokyo, yeah. Ah, awesome. Awesome, awesome. So do you think you'd go back next year, given the opportunity?
3: Um, Evo Japan itself, I think there were a couple of thicknesses ironed out, because, um, they didn't have friendlies on the Friday or the Sunday, which was, like, a oh, little bit disappointing. Okay. Yeah, so, like, I mean, it was still a great tournament. Um, I might like to try my hand at, like, a different Japanese tournament, or maybe going over to America again to compete in, like, one of their big majors.
0: What's, what's like, the one event that you want to go to above all else? What's, like, the, the go-to?
3: Mm-hmm. Um, from what I heard, Super Smash Con is, like, really, really good in terms of, like, providing a tournament experience, because... I think they have, like, the biggest Smash 4 bracket pretty much, aside from, like, maybe EVO. Yes, and no, just sure. in general, they have, like, a whole bunch of, like, other side events and stuff that just makes it sound like it'd sort of be, like, an amazing experience, not just for the tournament itself.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, so, like, just an, an all-around experience, just everything Smash Brothers.
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: That's sick. That's really cool. Um, I, know, I know Spud recently went over to Genesis. Is that uh, strictly a melee thing? Or do they have four there as well?
3: They have Smash 4 there. Um, I think Smash 4 was like a fair bit smaller than Melee because they do focus on it. Um, sure, sure. But we, we ha- did have a bunch of Australians actually over there and they did pretty well, so yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, really cool. And um, kind of like talking a bit, little bit about, um, you know, Smash Melee and Smash 4 and kind of the differences are pretty stark once you've played the game, both games and and uh, contrast. But what's, what's the main thing between the two that
3: had you, you know, go over the side of Smash 4? Well, when I was just starting out playing Smash 4, it was just like I didn't have anyone to sort of like play with. I had like one friend who I played with occasionally, so it was mainly the, just the ability to just like go online and find someone to play with. And like I couldn't um, really like play Melee netplay or anything, so it was just sort of the accessibility of it. And I also do love how many characters there are in the game. Like compared to Melee, which is kind of small and half the characters kind of suck, um, Smash 4 is like the character diversity is just huge. Okay. Very cool. I think Matt, you had a question you wanted to uh, ask. oh yeah,
1: so yeah. <laughs> so before before picking you up, um I was always infatuated with uh I think it's a Mortals player, his name's Anti.
3: Oh um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. it's Anti I, actually. He'll I'm get anti. you get mad if you call him Anti.
1: Oh really, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I straight I, I, up think...
3: calling him Anti. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> that I dude is so anti. funny. So funny. <laughs> Um, do you think, like, he he seems like a prominent figure in Smash, is that right? Like, he he seems like one of the, the bigger voices? In terms
3: of, like, like social reach, um, he's probably, like, one of the biggest, like, top three, I'd imagine.
1: Yeah, okay, do you know, like, how he stands out so much? Because I, I see him, I think he's hilarious, is that just what it is, he's funny?
3: Um, he's pretty funny, I think it's just that, um, he kind of says what's on his mind, like, a lot of the sort of, uh... Esports personalities—they're all very inclined to be like, oh, "I'm not going to really say what I'm thinking about."
1: Yeah,
2: but he yeah.
3: just—he just goes on about like, even when he got sponsors by Immortals, he was just like, "Yeah, I'm going to keep saying my mind. I don't care. Like, that's what they want <laughs> me for because people like it." So yeah, yeah, I feel like that's like a really big part of his appeal.
1: No, that's cool. That's cool. I'd love to see him come to an Australian event, but I think. I think I saw Pudge tweet at him once, uh, and he yeah. replied saying, like, I'm never flying to Australia, it's like 30 hours or something. Yeah, nah, so no, we, we tried
3: to get him for, like, a BAM 8 and BAM 9. Like, every, yeah. every single time we have a big major, someone will message anti on Twitter, <laughs> and he'll just be like, nah, never happen." <laughs>
1: yeah, that's yeah,
2: always it's, disappointing. It's, yeah. Yeah.
0: it's a
3: terrible flight from uh, the States, and speaking of flying to the States,
0: Steve... You're going to the States what? this week, aren't you, mate? Uh, yeah. You're going to have to man that flight. Dark sided. It's not related um, to sided, but it's related to you.
2: It is related to me. I am you're uh, going to... you on
0: the to... podcast, mate.
2: Yeah, I am. You're right. That's that's a good point. Um... Are you keen? Are you keen, mate? <laughs> yeah, so going to Texas on Thursday, Friday this week for the weekend, like literally for the weekend. Um, yep. Am I keen? Mm, I'm pretty nervous. Like. Who you know. would go that far for the weekend? Obviously, I'm going yeah, to. I've, I've done that,
0: dude. It's rough. It's rough. Yeah. The best but, part is, though, is you don't get jet lag when you come back because you're not there long enough to adjust your sleeping ooh, pattern. You just... that's That's
2: <laughs> promising. That's promising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so definitely like stepping out of my comfort zone here and just like, whatever, I'm going. Uh,
0: yeah, the long flights. I'm work. gonna go
2: do that and uh, try to eat a lot of good food. I only got like I've got like nine meals there, right? So I got to make the most of it. Maybe we'll try and do like five meals a day and just like
0: oh, dude, yeah, just float off washing yourself leading up oh.
2: to They're gonna be like, here's your in-flight meal, and I'm gonna be like, nah, dude,
0: dude <laughs> I mean, I hard just hard get something get when I just get somewhere <laughs> yeah, to go. In-flight meals are always crap. How long's the flight to Japan? Extra.
3: Uh, it was about like eleven hours. Oh, maybe like, Yeah, so it was oh, it was long. still pretty long. Close.
1: I thought it was close yeah, like a few hours.
3: I mean, is, this, is this like it a direct be, flight straight there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going from Melbourne. It's probably close to like Sydney or Queensland. But um, yeah, it was fairly long.
2: It's like not too different from Taiwan. Yeah, you know, like Hong Kong's like nine hours. Yeah, and it's even close.
0: The States is 14. And that's like on the other side of the planet across an ocean. And you think the, uh, it's just up there, like it's just. Whoop. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no time difference because it's
2: like all in the same time zone. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Just, yeah uh, I guess like uh, the curvature
0: yeah. of the Earth. Like on a flat one, it's like boom, boom, but it's not flat Earth. It's I mean,
2: yeah. yeah I you know what I learned? Was I think I learned it was it was last You're week.
0: Today's Monday. You
2: know what I learned last week? When you, cross into China, when you cross into China from the north, it's actually yeah. like that little gap there. You go back or forward three and a half hours because the whole of China is one time zone. Even though it spans multiple oh, like, really? traditional time yeah. zones, they run. Uh, yeah. the so jumping between, I don't know if it's Russia or whatever. Like My geography is bad. Don't go there. But as soon as you jump the gap, it's three and a half hours. Interesting. That's insane.
1: That's great.
0: Yeah, timebook toys will me the heck
2: out. There's your useless information for the week, boys.
0: Yeah, yeah I love like, it. What's the furthest you've had to fly, Matt? You, um, you, didn't, <laughs> you went to New York, but <laughs> you went the wrong way. Yeah,
1: I, 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 I saw these cheap flights to New York, and I was like, hell yeah, I got a bargain. And I didn't realize that it was like flying to Seoul in Korea. And then it was like an overnight stay, so I had to stay in Seoul for like... Eight hours, but it was like from midnight to like eight in the morning, and then fly to New York. So it was a terrible flight. It was like thirty-five hours, like from Brisbane <laughs> oh. all the way to New York. it was
0: crap. <laughs>
3: Twenty bucks.
0: Yeah, it's like twenty <laughs> bucks. <or something>. <laughs> <laughs> twenty bucks for twenty extra
1: hours.
2: <laughs>
0: oh man! Let uh, earth... me get that that Elon Musk rocket, man. Hour from anywhere to anywhere, right? Yeah, that's what I need. That's what I need. One oh.
2: hour, cheese.
0: <laughs> that that, that make your got... weekend trip way less. In the yeah, way of extraneous. course.
1: We've got a we've got a question here. I think it's Rizul or Ryzel. Um, he said sub extra. Uh, do you watch any any other Smash gamers or uh, events on Twitch?
3: Yeah. Um, I'm pretty into like watching melee. Uh, I tried to pick it up for a little bit, but um, never really sort of got anywhere. Uh, yeah. I do love watching it, just as a as a competitive Lightning. game, I think it's, I think, yeah, dude, it's like amazing, it's like the level the top pros play at is just incredible, but um, aside from that, not really too big on like Smash 6, um, Brawl's dead, but um, yeah, I'll, if melee's happening, I'll always give it a look at mages I or mean, whatever.
0: Yeah, I guess we've kind of spoken a little bit about um, Smash 4 and Smash Melee, given that you know, that's a game that you're proficient in, but is, is there any other fighting games that these skills translate over to, or is it purely just those two? Um, it's hard to say. I, like, a lot of the
3: Smash they, like, dabble in fighting games. Um, I know Leffen recently has been playing a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters, um, yep, I think he's, yep. he's pretty good at that, um, from what I know. And, uh, a guy, the guy who actually won Capcom Cup, I think Mena RD, he was, uh, he was actually ranked in Smash 4, uh, public PR so like there is a little bit of overlap um but uh it's hard for me to say yeah i haven't like gone full into any fighting games i just kind of like play them if they're around but they're good fun
0: yeah have fun cool yeah i think
1: i I noticed um masterminds is sora he did like (laughs) a a show a show match against masterminds Roth or rof which is a street fighter player and i think it was like a first ten with dragon ball z fighter and yeah, I think I think Sora won. Like what was 30. it, Westy?
2: Sorry. Oh, really? Dragon Ball
1: Z: Fight to Z. Dragon Ball Fighter. Right? <laughs> Dragon Ball Z: uh, Fighter. Yeah, Z. I said it. I said it wrong the other day, and I got the cold shoulder from <laughs> uh so, Yeah, which I so Did we learn
2: from that day, Dragon Ball yeah, Fighters?
0: No, dude, apparently, <laughs> no. Yeah, nothing, man. I'm still saying <laughs> <Cameron's> wrong. <gone. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but
1: like Yeah. <laughs> But, like, yeah, that was a melee player who, you know, took down the Street Fighter player in Dragon Ball. So I thought that was interesting. Like, think that's a, a bit of a translation from one game to another.
0: Yeah. What do, you, what do you think is, like, the, the skill that translates over there? Is, like, your, the ability to read your opponent? Or just press buttons real quick?
3: Uh, I reckon um, when, I, when I, like, play uh, <laughs> other fighting games, I always feel like if I, learned the, uh, if I learned the combos, I wouldn't be that far behind. So I feel yeah. like, I don't know, I kind of have, like, a decent grasp of the neutral. And, like, uh, I suppose keeping up with the speed of it as well, because those games can go pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure. Yeah, you actually have to worry about your
0: health going I think to the
2: button's so fast weird. enough.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, Are you a fan of Dragon Ball Fighters?
0: Have you not played Dragon Ball Fighters, Steve? If you keep pressing X, it's on an Xbox controller, your combo does more damage the more you press it.
2: Let me check. Hang on. Yep, it is X, you're right. I'm just hey. looking at my arcade stick underneath the table. I you, um, yeah, you do do an auto combo, you're right.
0: Yeah, that's all you need to worry about. Your autocombos. The rest the rest takes care of itself. As long as you hit one of those.
2: Yeah, like... I don't know about that one, but uh
0: Yeah. When you're, you're right, playing as an autocom, that's all you gotta worry about.
2: Um I, I saw you like place like third at like the Microsoft Store tournament and taking out uh, a
0: yeah, old boy moops. Oh, he, tried, dude, he tried to come at me, not knowing that that's all I do when there's no customers in the store. Mashing play, X is playing Dragon Ball. Oh, playing yeah, Dragon Ball! I, I threw, I threw in, no, I threw in a Y combo there as well, just a mix up. I, oh. up dude.
2: dude. Amazing. Uh, auto combos in Dragon Ball actually have that that niche part where like some combos are only possible if you use parts of the auto combo. So I think they're yeah. like not completely useless, but. I feel like that's also a bug,
0: so who knows? Who knows? I guess. Yeah, a lot of lot of a lot of love for the fighting game scene though, in pretty much all avenues. So it's it's great to see game like Dragon Ball, you know, bringing in a new audience as well as giving the dedicated audience what they want. I just yeah, I hope that's something uh maybe similar for Smash Five. Like like you said, Steve, at you know, top of the show, chances are Melee players are Melee player dude. They're not looking for the next best thing. They have found the best thing and they're gonna stick to that. Yeah, but, I feel uh, like they've might...
2: definitely made their bed with that like, they... I mean, they, they had Project M, right? And that kind of was really, like, on fire when it came out, and then we're still playing Melee. So I think is not going anywhere. Um, yeah. And then, and then Melee guys are also, like, trying to uh, unify under, like, the NTSC what was it, versus Tal and...
3: Ah, yeah, yeah. That's a stuff. bit of a mess. They they're, they're to, they're trying to get that
0: no one else has to.
3: Yeah, <laughs> no. they're trying to get their stuff yeah.
2: together, and I think if you're committed to Doing that, you're probably not going anywhere
1: from me, <laughs> Yeah, <I'll> right. <try. laughs> um, We've got a, a ripper of a question from Benji, which I'm pretty keen on knowing too. Uh, do you play any other games, you know, outside of Smash? Like, you know, a lot of professionals will, you know, they might play CS: but on their downtime. They might play something completely whack. Like, do you play anything like PUBG, CS, or League of Legends? Uh,
3: not so much the team games. Is like, I'd like to play them, but my computer kind of sucks. Um... Yeah. which is unfortunate, but I'm pretty into, like, RPGs as well. Like, if, uh, I just c- kind of, like, try and have one on the go whenever I'm not really feeling Smash. I don't have anything else mm. to do. So, yeah, that's about it, really. But um, I used to just, like, be a huge, basically, Nintendo nerd back in the day, so I do get around all them, the Nintendo right? games as well. Yeah. <laughs> I know Matt wasn't, didn't have one. So did yeah.
0: childhood apparently.
1: I, I was one of those PlayStation oh. 1 scrubs as a kid.
0: Me, me, too, <laughs> me too, me too, me too. Do you, yeah, what, did you no. have a Nintendo Steve as well? No. I wow. what
2: was my first Nintendo? Wow. Hmm. I didn't Ew. buy a Wii, I didn't have a GameCube. Uh, yeah, nah, nah. Do you have a Switch? Have, I don't have a Switch. Do you even have a
0: Nintendo? <laughs> um, it doesn't sound
2: like you have <laughs> a Nintendo. <laughs> I, I, bought, I bought the DS on like the first the first day or whatever. Okay, cool. Um and I bought a 3DS to play Street Fighter 4. Which I'd oh, already no. been playing Street Fighter 4 anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. But uh, yeah, no, nah, nah, I think I, I've always been a fan of the handheld ones. So like Game Boys. Yeah, yeah. And Do stuff, you think they're
0: going to make another Game Boy now that the...
2: Dude, I, I doubt it. Like, what's mm. the point? Dude, the phones will crush it. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, Nintendo's they've been doing more
2: really, mobile like, stuff. Going into, yeah, mobile games, right? So why not just follow that route instead of you know building dedicated hardware you've already got the switch which kind of hits the niche market between the console the handheld console and and this mobile stuff so there's no point in uh in sinking money into it
0: yeah makes sense. i Mm -hmm. guess i'm just waiting for the the switch pokemon game i think that's going to be the real decider because ah yeah
2: they already killed they already have like killed augmented reality with uh pokemon go now yep. they just need to take what they've done there, or like what they contracted out, and they need to just go. All right, make a Pokemon Snap version, and people Whoa. will just lose their. oh money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This yeah, is yeah. how you yeah. print money. Like Nintendo, seriously, yeah. like just get on it. Stop <laughs> messing, messing around up. and go do yeah. it. Pokemon <laughs> Snap on the mobile. Just no. so, if go if make your billion. Where's, it, where's yeah. the goddamn go phone? If I can do this, man, Bulbasaur in the background, copper selfie, <laughs> <That's> perfect. <laughs>
0: Get rated perfect. on that, man. Bulbasaur is oh, not irrelevant, but Steve, yeah.
2: perfect. And then the game goes, oh, yeah, that's a B-rated <laughs> selfie. And I'm like, all right, so i got to do better and try to B-rated. get, like, the s rank selfie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: the man. But look, we're uh, running, we're running up, uh, at about the time right now. So um, before we, we wrap up, was there any, any shout-outs or anything yeah. that you want to add on? I am keep going to say, like, Add extra, but your name's extra, so I don't want to be confusing. <laughs> so, is there anything else you want to add extra?
3: Ah, uh, I mean, I guess shout out to the Smash community getting around the podcast. I've had the Twitch chat going going on in the background, and um, yeah, we're seeing a seeing a fair bit of Smash names, so glad that they've sort of got around it. Um, yeah, oh yeah, shout outs to uh, my dad who'll be watching this tomorrow. Hopefully, hey. um, hey. He's, he's like he, he tries hey, to like support um he supports my uh my adventures in competitive smash um uh, so awesome. yeah yeah good to see um and yeah i suppose that's about it
0: no oh, wonderful and of course guys um i think we we didn't mention at the top of the show but in the chat of course you did mention any of the questions tonight that got answered on air will receive an XSplit code courtesy of them so mm-hmm. Thank you guys for all the wonderful yeah. questions i so think we may have one that, more yeah go on steve. make sure
2: you contact me uh seb pro uh defective dagger uh, will uh, i'm not even sure if i'm saying it right palooka palooka
3: palooka um, i think it's palooka
2: Paluka. yeah if you guys want to like contact me i've got an exploit code for you um yeah so if you don't contact me it's mine
0: yeah. get up your <laughs> boy steve man he's got to get rid of all the exploit codes they're literally weighing him down <laughs> He's got so many. He's got 10,000, and by 10,000, we mean, like, what, 20? So uh, ask some some good questions, team. (laughs) Well, look, we want to thank Uh... you guys for tuning in to Episode 6 of the Dark Sided Podcast. Thank you so much, Extra, for coming on. It was great to hear a little bit of insight into the Smash 4 scene, and, of course, uh, your time over at Evo Japan. So I want to give you a big thank you. And, of course, Steve and Matt for coming on. Safe travels on your flight. I'm going to cut in here. Steve, go for it. Something
2: that wasn't mentioned... In this podcast tonight, which I feel like is a huge injustice, is the uh, the power rankings that uh, the Smash Four community puts out. Um, ah, I think yeah, that's yeah like, the yeah.
0: re-signing of Was because he did injustice. <laughs> oh shit, we're going we going for a Wasmanator shout out.
2: No, I'm kidding. You. I love was <laughs> No, like, but for real, but for real, we we'll keep it on top. These power rankings, no one else does this. Others attempt this in Australian esports and whatnot, and they fail so much compared to these power rankings in uh in smash 4 so like this shit's it's fire man just keep uh, it oh uh, yeah yeah. So yeah i love it the graphics don't ever take your foot off the gas on this one this is a killer idea so
3: you guys are
2: running yeah. something here yeah.
3: yeah yeah cheers uh, yeah give a shout out to uh to duwan who does all Stuff. And he's like the main sort of driving uh, driving force behind the, uh, all the rankings and stuff. Like the Duan 40 is his, uh, his Victorian power rankings. Yeah. So he just like, well, he puts hey. so much time into it. It's yeah, crazy. Shout, out there in the chat. shout out
0: to you, Duan. It yeah. is pure
2: fire. I've seen so much content from Australian esports on all kinds of angles and whatnot, and I've been trying to do my own stuff. And that that stuff, <laughs> that's that top shelf
1: stuff. So the, the one it. the one that had me tearing was there was one that he made, and it had everyone's like school picture from when they were in school. Oh uh, <laughs> no! Genius. I love it. That
3: was, that's so creative. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. dude. And he had us like he had us all in Facebook chat, and we we're all like posting our embarrassing school photos, <laughs> and we we're just like, ah. Uh,
2: uh extra you got a twitter handle for for that where can where can people like look
3: that up oh yeah, yeah um Duan. twitter.com uh slash uh yeah chop him a follow yeah it oh, sounds J-L-M. like he's uh
0: you know pumping out that good content that good content. yeah absolutely
3: anyway so we got
2: to go now because i completely derailed <laughs> it see you later yeah so <laughs>
0: that that's basically it guys thank you guys so much for watching we'll see you next week same time same place three of the same stupid heads and one wonderful awesome <laughs> guest head we'll see you guys then peace out yeah
3: see, ya. see, ya. see-